Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Kyramed and Proven Investments Limited. My name is Mark Titus and welcome to Impacting Jamaica. I am with Ms. Deborah Fraser, Chief Executive Officer of Caribbean HR Solutions. Welcome, Ms. Fraser, to Impacting Jamaica. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you so much, Mark Titus, for this opportunity to talk to you. I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm doing great. It's great talking to you as well. So let us get going by sharing with the listeners a little bit about Deborah Fraser. Wow. So um, I'll tell you from a career perspective that I've been in the business of HR for about almost, it's going on 30 years. I don't want to say any more than that because it starts <laughs> to be a little bit. And in the business of managing HR or um actually in running Caribbean HR Solutions for the last 11 years. We're looking at 12 years next year. My, as you can hear, the accent you're hearing is from, I'm from Canada. I'm actually in Toronto now. And um, so I go back and forth a lot. Most of my time is in Montego Bay, which is where our headquarters um, are right now. And um, yeah, it's been a blast uh, working with companies, working in HR, living in Jamaica. It's been wonderful. So what is the specific nature of your business and its importance to the to Jamaica's economy? Okay, so what we do is HR outsourcing. So we're a firm that is, yes, we're a BPO, but we're not like um, the other probably medium and large call centers who are managing calls. We help companies who need help with their HR programs. So we'll do everything from sourcing their talent, so recruiting, um, to finding their managers and directors, so executive recruiting or executive searches. We pay their employees, so we run payroll on an outsourced basis. And we also manage their HR programs. So anything having to do with people management, we have a solution and that's what um, we're in the business of, of providing. Um, and there's customers from a wide cross-section of industries in Jamaica. So um, our clients include some airlines. We have um, companies in the energy sector. Um, certainly the BPO sector reaches out to us for um, new clients coming in to do all their hiring, for new contact centers to do their payroll, and to also to help with running their HR programs remotely as well. So we have a wide cross-section of clients that are reaching out to us for help with HR, and that's what we do. And oh, it's important of this to Jamaica in identifying quality labels. Oh my gosh, it's so, so important. Um, we work with a lot of boards, a lot of investors to, to help them with matching talent to the correct jobs and to enrich the talent. So some of the value that we bring is, for example, if there's a new investor who's entering the Caribbean, they'll reach out to us. And it's for them to grow and expand and even launch successfully and find Jamaica as their new home, they have to find the right talent. 
And a lot of work goes into that in terms of uh, screening folks, accessing different labor pools, um, providing them with compensation data to tell them really what people need to be paid, um, providing them with benefits guidance. Like there's just a lot of work to enable um, investors to grow and to provide great jobs in Jamaica. And to be honest, um, Mark, if I can call you Mark, sure. um, if that goes poorly, then we've seen where investors have packed up and left Jamaica or not entered. So we're happy to say that we were the company that helped um, a lot of the large centers like Sutherland, um, Concentrics and large centers like that and smaller ones like smaller energy companies, um, a, a host of um, other um, manufacturing agricultural companies. They didn't know if they could come to Jamaica and because we're able to tell them before they got here, this is the type of staff that's here. This is really what you need to pay for them to have an attractive um, salary and benefits. Um, because we're able to help them with that and to do it remotely quickly for them, they came and they're, they're all still here. So we have a great track record of building jobs and building quality work environments here in Jamaica. How have you been giving back to communities as part of your corporate social responsibility mandate? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, so we have always had been very passionate about making sure we're not just doing business because we want to make money. I mean, money comes and money goes, but the footprint that you leave in the communities that you're operating with, um, that's really what's going to build your brand and also make people feel good about what they're doing so that there's a purpose. Um, the way that we've done it, Mark, and that's, it's because we're a small company, like we have under two dozen people working for us. So we have to be very calculated in terms of what we do to help. Um, so we do two things. One is we, we're always looking for emergency funds or emergency situations that we can help with. So we, when there's a flood, we hear about families who are suffering, we're able to Put something aside to help families who are suffering from floods, from fires, um, so just kind of ad hoc things in need. And then we also do something that's proactive and ongoing. So we've um, adopted a school and do like breakfast feeding programs for a school in rural rural St. James. And um, so that keeps us kind of always doing something. Mm -hmm. And as of late, since COVID, we were able to garner our clients, both from the U.S. and from Jamaica, to put together funds to, to donate masks and other gear for the Western Regional Health Authority. So we did that um, earlier in this last year uh, to help out. So it's an ongoing effort. We take a break to hear from our sponsors. When we come back, we hear about the COVID period and how Carbon HR Solutions have been navigating this their way through these trying times. We'll be right back. We want to help you mark every milestone, celebrate the joy of living. Cheers to the best in life. Drink and live responsibly. A message from Red Stripe, part of the Heineken Company. Welcome back. We are here with Ms. Deborah Fraser, Chief Executive Officer of Caribbean HR Solutions. Ms. Fraser, we are still battling COVID-19. What impact has this had on business and what new strategies have you had to employ to cope and thrive? Wow. The impact has been tremendous. Um, I would answer the question this way, that 
most of our clients, again, they've come from overseas. They've been here now for anywhere from a year to maybe six, seven years. And they all, I think the number one struggle they had was because they're overseas. They don't really know what's going on here. So our role becomes very crucial to explain what's happening in Jamaica, to keep them up to date on policies, to beat their feet on the ground. So when COVID first hit and we had to, it was our HR folks who were in there creating new policies, getting thermometers down, getting sanitizers, like everything fell on us. So um, as HR people, not just in my company, but all over the place, HR played a huge role in even negotiating, you know, our companies, can companies keep workers instead of laying them off in this really terrible time since the pandemic hit. So that's kind of our role. I think, um, I think the value that we're bringing and what we're going to continue to do is um, really present our HR services remotely. So Mark, if you can imagine everything, things like hiring people, even terminating people, um, getting them benefits cards, all those things are usually things you do in person. So what we had to do early last year was to develop ways that we can still service employees and service the client without being in their face or being in the brick and mortar building. And so we had a bunch of initiatives and made an investment in technology to enable us to basically carry out HR work without being on site. Um, so we, we were always a hybrid company where we're remote technology plus in your face. And now we're more so remote but we get the job done and we help people save money as well that way. So that's kind of where we're at now with COVID. But it is also often argued that there um, comes opportunities in, in such crisis. Has this pandemic brought about any opportunities for Caribbean HR solutions? Yeah, so I, I kind of alluded to that. It really had been a time where companies had to learn how to do things remotely. For example, Mark, we had... We'd always been, um, for our recruiting processes, we would use video interviewing, like from six years ago, like a long time ago, but now all companies are kind of moving to how do you hire people using technology. So we fast-tracked all of our other processes. It's been a great opportunity for us to lead the way in terms of um, technology for HR, for recruiting, for payroll, for benefits. Like we use technology for everything. <laughs> And the benefits of that is that our stuff, our, the product of our work is accurate and it can be delivered to anyone anywhere in the world. So it's been a, a, I think it's made us much stronger than we were even before the pandemic. A vibrant BPO sector. What does this mean for Jamaica? And what does the future look like, both for Caribbean HR solutions and the outsourcing sector. Mark, what I would say to that is what I've been saying for years and years is that BPOs is, are way more than people taking phone calls. It's just so much more vast. I mean, we're, I just described to you what we're doing, which has nothing to do with taking a customer service call. Outsourcing work is something that's happening across the globe. So you can, you can be working for A1 company that's operating out of Japan, out of Australia, out of the US. Um, our clients are coming from a lot of these places and they're hiring people who are in Jamaica. So jobs are gonna be global. 
they are already moving that way and it's only going to get to be more intense. So the BPO sector offers a wide, robust um, uh, variety of jobs that are not just on the phone. We've got networking engineers. Um, our firm is hiring people in the medical field to do um, businesses related to telemedicine. Um, we've got engineers right across the board that we hire and that other companies are looking for. So I think people just have to have an open mindset that you can you can work for any company. Mark, you could work for another, you know, wonderful media company. And I'm not trying to recruit you, by the way, <laughs> but I'm just saying any, anyone with wonderful talent can work for anyone across the globe. And the BPO sector is facilitating those great jobs. So I think the future is very bright, whether or not people want to embrace it and jump, jump in to get to learn how to do digital, um, digital work, meaning doing what you're doing, but doing it digitally so that you can compete globally. I mean, that's up to the individual, but a lot of people are embracing it and it, the future is very, very bright. Ms. Fraser, thank you very much for your time. It was my pleasure. Impact in Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.